Welcome to Rolling the Dice. This is Marina, Johanna, Julianne, and Frida. Warning, this episode contains mentions of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and grooming. We haven't really shared any stories. I feel like... There's too many! <laughs> Dude, we should, we, should, we should share some. Wait, I feel like Johanna and I, not too long ago, like, had, like, this message thread about how, like, about our experiences with, like, men, like, gatekeeping, con- gatekeeping content, and, like, just, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't remember how it started, but basically how, like, and, like, men who I thought were respectable men to begin with, I was like, okay, this, this man seems like, like, you know, like, my, my bar is on the floor for men. And yeah, I still get disappointed. Um, but I was like, okay, these men seem to be like on the bar, like not below it, but just on it, just just on it. And uh, just like the gatekeeping of content, you can take this out by the way, because I'm not making much sense. But uh, and like the superiority they feel, but like if they like something, but then if that starts being liked by a lot of females, they're like, <laughs> bye. This is no longer cool. If their favorite movie is um. Anything by Stanley Kubrick, run. <laughs> anything by Quentin Tarantino, run. Don't stop running. Anything, stop running. <laughs> but yeah, Marina and I first like started this conversation just because I finished watching, or I I didn't I, I didn't finish at the time, but I watched I started watching Cowboy Bebop at the time, which is an anime about existential ennui and like and like you can't escape your past and there's like noir elements in it and I like. In the end, I really like the show, but, like, when I started watching, I was like, this is a show that a pretentious man would really like and, like, shame me for not understanding if I had a conversation with him about it. Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, go for it, Diana. Go, go. Oh, um, yeah, so I think, like, the story that Marie and I talked about in that conversation was, um... I remember in senior year statistics class, there was a really edgy boy that you all know <laughs> sat behind me, and uh, he was like a typical. I, he played the bass, right? He played like the electric <laughs> bass or something. He had like long curly hair. He wore like black black ripped jeans and like. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like way too specific. But he also Wait, don't had, like, don't add that though. Don't come for him because you know char- just character growth. Let's, let's, let's. Well, I'm not like, calling you by name. Like that that description actually describes a lot of different men. Now that I think about it, okay. But um, yeah. So he sat behind me, and then we were like, like talking about shows that we liked, and then he was like, "Oh, my favorite show is BoJack Horseman," and I was like, "Oh, me too." And he was like, he like kind of just like looked at me. And then he's like, oh, what's your favorite episode then? And I was like, I like the underwater episode. And like the underwater episode is like, like I guess it's like one of the better known episodes in BoJack Horseman. But he's like, oh, everyone likes the underwater episode. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> also, that reminded me of... Uh... One of our high school teachers, one one time, like, one, one student was like, oh, yeah, I've been watching, like, Black Mirror a lot. I really like it. And the teacher was like, I'm generally really impressed that you said that because it's one of the most intelligent shows out there and people should be watching it. So good for you. Oh, and the student was female, by the way. Like, that's why. 
the same teacher when I I like for my my senior card I I gave him like a playlist of music and he was like oh you know who Kamazi Washington is and I was like (laughs) wait not the same teacher I was talking about a different teacher oh okay it was a different teacher then yeah but also um there was this one time this uh same teacher who I just was just talking about like we're talking about music and I like talked about this artist that I really liked and he goes I'm generally really impressed that you like that type of music I just imagine that you probably like listen to like Katy Perry or I don't know and I'm just like I listen to Radiohead I'm special I'm cool no one understands me Wes Anderson movies just like understand me and my pain nobody feels like I do only another hundred thousand million people in the world feel like I do <laughs> also like what pisses me off is like what if you like Katy perry so what yeah like, Katie, so like, what? like she exactly. has some bops like what's the problem with that like we have to act like californian girls is not the jam of the century <laughs> <laughs> like last friday like we weren't all singing to last friday night at, <laughs> at recess <laughs> but yeah um there was another time like uh brain and i had environmental science class with this boy and he was really edgy is it the same one i'm wheezing i'm nervous (laughs) um i just remember okay first of all remember when didn't he say something about the shirt you wore do you want to talk about that oh i was wearing a tommy hilfiger jacket and he was like Tommy Hilfiger, I'm proud of you. And I was like, what? <laughs> and one time, Marina and I, I don't, you were there, right? When he, we were talking in the parking lot, and he pulled up next to us in his car, and he like rolled the window down, and he was like, "Have you listened to this band?" And I don't remember what the band was, but it was like an edgy, like like seventies or eighties, like rock band or something. I don't even know. Like, I'm so- okay. <laughs> Or, I was like, no. About, like, directors. And, like, I was like, I feel like I like Christopher Nolan. And you were like, you would know, like, Christopher Nolan. And he, like, he's like, oh, don't shame for, for liking Christopher Nolan. He's a wonderful director. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro. I, and I remember one time, okay, because, like, I played tennis with him. So we were, like, kind of friends until I stopped talking to him because I was just too... <laughs> but, um... One time he, like, asked me, like, what kind of, what bands I listened to, and I told him, and he was like, now I know you have good music taste, and I was like, okay, like, I needed you to validate the music taste that, I, like, I have. Honestly, I think that I learned what gatekeeping is, and what, I like this, therefore I'm superior, and I can't believe you like this, because I didn't know that females could have likes of their own. Uh, like, I learned that through my male high school teachers. <clears throat> Like, I learned about that through my male high school teachers because they were, especially when I was really into K-pop and all of them just kept questioning me about it. Why do you like K-pop? There's just, like, better stuff out there. You can't even understand what they're saying. You only like them because they're cute. There's better content that you should be consuming. (laughs) I don't know. I think there's, like, valid criticism of K-pop, but, like, whatever, everything that they said is not valid. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, that kind of just, like, ties into, like, <coughs> like, fem- like teenage girls being seen as, like, shallow for liking what they like. Like, when people like One Direction or, like, just, like, any boy band in history or, like, any, any celebrity, any, anyone, anything, 
they're like they're just liking them for the appearance or for some like I don't know and then they get like mocked like like artists get mocked if their the, their primary fan base is like teenage girls and I really really hate that because it's really dehumanizing to the teenage girls and it's it's really like disrespectful to the artists mm-hmm. yeah also fan fiction writing gets so shamed because it's mostly teenage girls who do it like do it it's like ew fan fiction or you're a loser you like fan fiction or you write fan fiction and it's like most of it's just a sentiment because it's written by female teenagers yeah i'm like it's like let people be creative in the ways that they want and also they're just like providing free entertainment for other people so like why do you have to be all up in their ass about it yeah what were you gonna say julian oh uh what johanna said reminded me of five seconds of summer because i remember when i liked them i would like watch their interviews or whatever and then they would like be like ashamed that most of their uh, fan base was yeah. girls, like it, like as if their fan base being mostly girls like invalidated them as like a like a pop punk group or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, they would always talk about it and be like, oh yeah, just because like it's mostly female doesn't mean we're a boy band. Um, yeah, <laughs> all females like us, uh, but but it's not. Yeah, they were like pathetic. Yeah, I actually never thought about that as a thing until you brought it up. Like, 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 what teenage girls like is like shamed in that way, because yeah. like it, it has been, but like I just never thought about it like that. And also, I've also really always liked stereotypically girl things, I guess. And so even like, I think like for me, like it was like the exact opposite, and I realized like my preferences were completely like influenced by like my my desire to be like more like masculine to be like validated because I never liked any like boy bands or anything or like I never like I don't know I just like didn't I didn't like anything that was like typically stereotypically like female and I also like I I remember even like when I was like really little I like would like refuse to wear pink in like defiance because it was like a like a it was like a girl quote-unquote color and like even as I grew older it's just like I feel like even like the clothes I wear or like my preferences I think are like I'm like afraid of being like cute or like pretty or like being perceived that way just because like if I'm friendly I'm like afraid people will not like well people will perceive that as flirting or if I'm like or, like, if I'm in a leadership role or if I'm, like, saying something seriously, it will not be, like, taken seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, I feel like, like, my entire, like, persona is, like, like influenced by, like, my desire to be more masculine. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, just recently I've been, like, realizing that and, like, trying to, like, like break away from that and, like, trying to be, like, feminine to the degree that I like or that I'm comfortable with, which I don't even know because I've, like, tried to lean into masculinity for so long. Mm. I relate to that to a degree, for sure. Wait, when you said you don't want to be perceived as flirting, dude, I feel like I've done that, like, too many times. Like, I just am being nice to a person and they, like interpret that as flirting and then they like push me away or are rude to me and I'm like dude I don't know what I did and then later I like realize that it's probably because I thought I liked them or some shit 
I was just, what was I going to say? I was just, yeah, to that extent, like, I think, like, internally, I'm, like, a really, like, warm person, and I, like, give compliments easily, but I, like, cut off that, like, part of my personality when I, like, like, when, like, I don't know, early on, just so, like, I wouldn't be perceived as fake if I did give someone a compliment, and, like, if I was warm towards someone, like, I didn't want people to think I was, like, like, flirting with them or, like, make them uncomfortable, but yeah, I just think, like, I overthought, like, so many things just because of, like, my experience as a woman. Oh, my God. Uh, slowly going back to media, I don't know, as we were talking about this, I, like, remembered, I feel like one of the first ones I ever heard that just, like, encompassed, uh, sort of what we're talking about. So, like, Drew Barrymore by CISA. <sighs> like, the lyrics. Have you guys ever listened to that song? Mm-mm. I haven't listened to it. Wait, Drew Barrymore by CISA? I would... I, I would sing it, but I'm not going to. Um, I wish you would. Wait, huh? wait, just tell us what the lyrics are. <laughs> we'll listen to the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just, will. Just, 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 yeah, we'll listen to about the, song. the song. Wait, I think each of you should share, like, how you perceive your own femininity and, like, like I don't know, ways you've dealt with it. Because I felt like I really went ham right there. Hmm. I feel like after I cut my hair, it was a very confusing time just because um, I was in the midst of still molding. And, like, I feel like your whole life you're still molding and figuring out who you are and where you stand. But I feel like I was heavily influenced at that time by, white pe- by what people said. Uh, <laughs> by what people... Freudian No! <laughs> it genuinely was. <laughs> by what people uh, said or how they perceived. Like, I feel like throughout your teenage years uh and like young adult like you kind of just try to be what other people expect you to be and what other people see you as and it was just a confusing time for me because literally the main reason why I wanted to cut my hair off was because when I was 12 years old I thought Emma Watson had it and I thought she looked so pretty and I always wanted to cut my hair short and I finally stopped just saying like why like I want to do it why not it's just hair it's gonna grow back but there was there I feel like at the time especially like the town that we live in that is more conservative um there are so many stereotypes that are linked to like short hair and just like so many like uh perceptions about girls with short hair who are young because I like I mean like older people who have short hair like they don't like in our female they don't get questioned for it because it's just like something that's quote-unquote normal uh but I feel like uh it like liberated me in a way because I never like I really liked my hair but I always was putting it up or doing it so so it was more like a bother to me and I kind of like had just always wanted to have short hair and a lot of like uh and also like since I've been little I've been very like when I was little I was very tomboyish but the older I got the more I realized that I really like and I'm sorry if I'm wrong for using like this term, but like androgynous style, just not identifying with either gender. Like I like playing with masculine styles and like feminine styles. Um, Clothing wise, I feel more comfortable in clothing that would be seen more as masculine. And I don't generally feel comfortable um, wearing. Yeah. I don't really feel comfortable wearing like short skirts or, um, and I don't know if that has to do with my experience uh, growing up and just knowing that 
learning from a very young age that if I dress a certain way, then I'm asking for it. I don't know if it has to do with that or if it has, I feel like that's something that like, it's very complex as growing up as a female. I don't know if it has to do with that or if it has to do with just that I have a, a more um, quote unquote masculine style. Um, and I feel like figuring that about myself has taken me a while, but it's interesting, like getting to know myself and like getting to know what I actually prefer. But the older I get, the more I think I'm just more comfortable being more masculine the way I present myself to the world. And I don't know why that is. I would agree. Hmm. <clears throat> mm, I think for me, I'm like kind of in a similar boat as Johanna to a certain extent in that like, um, I think like social media played like a huge part in like what I thought I was supposed to be because I was low key part of that side of Tumblr that was like, you know, that it's a meme now, but like, you know, that art that's like that girl that's wearing pink and then she got those big badonkers and then she's like blonde <laughs> and then like it transitions to like that girl with the book you know what I'm talking about or like yeah, yeah. vice versa I, I forgot what it was but like I actually remember seeing that back then and I was like oh shoot they're right <laughs> and so like I feel like for the majority of the teen of my teenage years I was like trying really hard to like um find interest in things that were like seen as boyish like I would feel proud of myself if I would like if I would like video games for example or if I mm. would like skateboarding or something like that I'd be like oh I feel kind of like like different hashtag and then um and I feel like even now like uh I feel like I'm like appearance wise I'm able to like embrace a more feminine style without like feeling kind of like I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I feel more comfortable with it. But with my interests, I feel like I'm still hesitant to talk about, um, like, for example, with anime, when people are like, oh, what are your, what are your favorite animes? I'm like, I'm like, my first thought is to think of the ones that are, like, more action-y or whatever, because I'm afraid that if I talk about, like, the more romance ones or whatever, then I'll get ridiculed for it. So, like, even now, I'm still... I feel like that's still something that I am, like, juggling with. But yes. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, I never really thought about it, but I think I am more feminine. And I say that, but I don't, like, wear makeup. And, like, all throughout high school, I, like, only wore, like, leggings and like sports t-shirts and like I really like working out and I like lifting weights like lifting weights is like honestly what I miss most about like being in quarantine is not being able to go to the gym but like I guess like those things can also be considered feminine in some sort I don't know but like yeah my I like trashy tv shows I um enjoy k-pop I mean my music taste is all over the place but yeah, I like have always generally liked things that were I could talk to other like girls about and like I didn't really have much in common to talk with guys about. Like and I, honestly the only thing I do talk to guys about is music. So like I guess I don't have very many masculine interests. But at the same time I didn't don't consider myself super feminine because I don't paint my nails. I don't wear makeup. And like my clothing is just like 
whatever I have, I guess. I don't know what it is. I just had an epiphany. What? We're doing the exact same thing, but opposite. Because you know how, like, with, like, newer generations, we're understanding that there's not one way to describe masculinity, and masculinity can show its, can, like, display itself in various ways. We still haven't done that really with femininity. And, like, we're talking about what constitutes femininity and like we're talking about like nails and makeup and like dresses like what constitutes femininity why is there a certain way that femininity has to exist and again it's like trying to mold yourself within those gender roles I think that's why I like uh well regardless of what um like since I was like little I've always been very tomboyish but I don't think like since I was little I haven't really had a sense of I just don't understand like the two polar opposites like masculinity and femininity as they understood like normally and that's why I just get confused when I try to express myself with like viewing more of what I just personally like just as a person and then getting told that that's a little too feminine or like quote unquote like you know like slutty or like that's you look like a guy if you are though you look like a guy if you like portray yourself that way but I just realized, like, we're doing the exact same thing. And, like, masculinity, not, we understand more masculinity can, does not have to be rough, macho, big mustache, big cars, big muscles. Like, masculinity can demonstrate itself in various ways. But I think we should start doing that with, like, femininity, too. Like, what constitutes femininity? Does fem- is femininity strictly being softer, being prettier and daintier and I feel like all that relates back to sexism and like the idea of what a woman should be and what a woman should look like mm-hmm. you're really yeah. right. begin to describe what femininity is like femininity is what you make it and what you con- what what's what you feel comfortable expressing your femininity as I feel like and what you constitute as femininity fuck gender norms yes I agree period and also like <laughs> Um, women are individuals who are very like multifaceted and indiv- like uh multi multifaceted multidimensional, and like like everyone has all sorts of different preferences and like I think like yeah the preferences will be perceived like in the context of like cisgender norms, but like but like but like it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Wait. We never got to talk about, did we ever talk about um, tidbits? I want to hear your guys's like, tid, not tidbits, your, uh, <laughs> oh. your um, stories. I want to hate on men for a little bit. Oh, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was actually funny. A couple of days ago, um, I usually walk, uh, like when I'm done with my shift at the restaurant, I usually walk outside with my coworkers because like I'm parked really close to the restaurant anyway, but like I don't know, like there's a lot of like bars nearby and stuff and like you know, it's like a scary scene. So like I usually always leave with like my coworkers, but the other day like I um they left before me and so like every time I just feel like feel unsafe going out, I just call my stepdad and like I'm on the phone. Um and so, like, it was really funny because, like, I called them and I was like, oh, I just want to call. He's like, I'm leaving, like, work right now and, like, I'm walking by myself to my car. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then, like, I just remember, like, and I was like, and I was just, like, really scared because there were two men, like, on the sidewalk where I was, like, supposed to be walking on. And they were just, like, acting kind of, like, sus. But I don't know. Like, I'm just terrified of men at night. Uh, so then I was, like, walking to my car and then I was, like, freaking out, too, because my, my car keys are low on battery. So sometimes they won't unlock my car. 
and like I started freaking out and I was like oh no oh no I was like it's not opening and then um and then but it eventually opened but I just like laughed because like I got in the car I don't remember if it was when I got in the car when I got home but my stepdad was like god I I can't believe you have to worry like it's like I just I can't, I'm so angry that you have to worry about that he was like god I swear like men are men are fucking pigs he's like he's like not all men but like 80 percent of them and I was like <laughs> Dude, I feel like you really see the men are pigs at frat parties. Dude, they just, they just. Dude, quote unquote TikTok comment. I miss when money used to go to Warren either. I remember there was this one time, um, I went to a club, lol, and then I was just like with some of my friends, and then um, like someone like tapped me on the shoulder, and they were like, hey you want to dance and I was like and very I in my head I was like I need to very firmly say no so that is what I did so I was like no and I turned back around and then like I thought that that was like the end of it and then like um a couple minutes later like someone taps me on the shoulder again and I like look like I turn around and then like it's the dude's friend and then they have like all of his friends and then um the dude's friend just goes hey my friend asked you to dance and then I was like I was like I literally I was like and I said no and I like turned back around but I was like why are you even asking me again you already heard my answer you want to hear from me like I was like oh are you kidding me I was like pissed dude (laughs) bro wait I like Junthi which is like the end of the year Indian thing I was like told like I was told previously like be careful of the guys there's like guys from like all over the country for that like dance competition it's the after party and like everyone told me like the guys are shitty like be careful like take care of yourself and then like it wasn't like apparently wasn't this bad that that year but like you definitely like when guys would just walk past you they just feel the need to put your hand their hands on your waist and like feel you a little bit and then walk back I just got really triggered. <laughs> Bro, do y'all remember? Do y'all go to the junior high? There was a thing called Slap Ass Friday where, like, guys would just get together in groups, quarrel girls, and just, uh, like, sexually harass them. Bro, that was absolutely foul. And then, like, I feel like the worst part is that, like, I didn't even question it. I was like, oh, yeah. that's just normal. That's just Slap Ass Friday. Yeah. Like, oh, they're back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at them. Oh, Slap and no, like, literally, like, like groups of guys would get together, quarrel a girl, and just fucking like caress her ass. Wait, that is fucking. That's really Wait, seriously really like caress or just slap. Yeah. That's like that's like borderline. It happened to me like, like twice, I think. They caressed. No, they'd be like Marina, slap us Friday, and then just like corner me, and then like a group of like three guys would just like crap, like grab my ass. They'd say it's like slap, but they would like grab my ass, and like I no. remember girls reacting to it and like like we had another she's like we were like laughing even though we were being sexually harassed and if that's not fucking twisted and disgusted and you know that that's the society you fucking live in then i don't know what the fuck is rotten inside of you dude i didn't know that was a thing and i went to the junior high yep. well, i'm glad i didn't know it was a thing but like but I thought, like, we were going to talk about the list, like, at the beginning of this conversation. Wait, let, let us talk about it now. Let's, like, provide the context and talk about it now. So, so um, this girl that we all went to high school with um, messaged on or, like, shared a, 
I don't even know, tweeted that like anyone who is sexually harassed in high school should come forward with their names so that they could publicly compile a list to call these people out and take responsibility for their actions. Um, so the list was like um, publicly available like two months ago, right? In June or something. And like it caused yeah. a lot of backfire and I guess... Yeah, I think, like, the girl, I mean, I, I didn't know her. I'm sure, like, you guys I did. did. I, I, I don't talk to her. Um, but, yeah, she, yeah, she basically told, like, people who had been, like, sexually harassed in our high and school. And or. To, like, and or, sexually, yeah, and or, uh, yeah, sexually assaulted, um, to DM her the names of their perpetrator so that, like they wouldn't have their names would not be attached to it so they couldn't catch any heat and like she would just like it was like i mean i saw it sort of as like vigilante justice because like these people are obviously like there's a million reasons why like a victim would not talk to the police about their sexual assault um but like yeah so it was basically like a means for like the women in the area to protect each other to like know who to stay away from and like yeah, at the end, it wasn't about, like, like, there's not that much you can do, like, like, obviously, even at the worst, if your reputation is ruined, like, like, she didn't, she didn't, like, post those names for them to be punished, she was posting those names for the benefit of the women, and I think, like, in that situation, the men did make it about themselves yet again. Mm -hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she she didn't she have to stop too because she started getting threats? Yeah. Yeah, so she got doxxed. Um people like found out where her family members worked and lived and like where they were going to school and stuff, and people were like threatening to kill her and her family members. And then like I think there was um a boy on the list whose like parents like threatened to sue her. And like there were like like upwards of three there were like i think i don't remember how many but there were like i remember there being like three to five allegations against this individuals on the list and i'm just i don't know like i don't i don't know it's also um oh she even like called out her own personal like person who assaulted her and, like, they, they were one of the people who was, like, who she was getting a lot of hate from, I think. Like, not, like, specifically him, but, like, a lot of his friends were, like, messaging her and threatening her. And then she, like, came out and said that this was her personal. Oh, God, that sounds bad. Her, her, her. Her yeah. perpetrator. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's, like, it's... Like, a lot of people came forward, even other women came forward and, like, invalidated the list. And they were like, I know this person personally. They're the nicest person I've ever met. They would but never do something like mean, that. It's, like, the same thing with, like, what happened with, with I'm sorry to interrupt you, Johanna. I'm sorry. Um, it's, like, the same thing that happened with Ellen DeGeneres, where, like, celebrities were coming forward to, like, talk about their good experience with them. Just because, a per just because you personally have good experiences with a person does not invalidate anyone who has suffered because of that person, period. To all the listeners, if you have good experiences because of someone, like, if you have good experiences with a person in general, that that does not give you an excuse to 
to like overlook any shitty behavior that's being said by somebody who has accusations against them because your experience does not equate to the other person's experience period yeah and i think like it's really dangerous to like keep anyone safe in a place where they can never be like criticized or held accountable um yeah i think like even now when i see because there's like a bunch of celebrity men are extremely trashy and disgusting and like have been like they are like they do sexually harass like girls or like sexually assault girls and even like it makes my blood boil like to think of like some of the most like notable like directors in Hollywood like their works are like revealed revered as some of the best but that like Roman Polanski raped a 13 year old girl and then ran away to France so he wouldn't have to suffer the consequences Harvey Weinstein 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 like yeah he has like he was like he has a terrible reputation because like it was so publicized his case was so publicized but he's worked on like so many like he had so much power and he worked on so many like award-winning films and then like and then like Woody Allen who like married his like he basically groomed his adopted daughter and like he's like married to her now and I'm just thinking like I don't know it's just like disgusting and it continues to happen and like I always see comments that are like, my celebrity man would never do this. Like, 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 I, okay, like, the name that I see is always, like, Harry Styles, which, like, I don't know Harry Styles. I don't know what he'd do, but I just don't think, like, I don't think you should make, like, like, no one's safe, no. you know? No. Also, going back to the story about particularly with our high school, it makes my blood boil that to this day. I mean, it's not surprising. It's not surprising at all, but it's just the fact that all these women are coming forward and like being putting themselves in, a, in I'm not even like a vulnerable position but it's kind of like a risque thing to do and yet still like the fact that her life was threatened for trying and you can take this out of the podcast but it's just it makes me want to throw up yeah 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 was- and also like I don't know like people are always like you they need they need to validate that what what the victim is saying is true and I think that's like extremely egotistical because you're doing that for your own benefit because you don't want to be wrong you don't want to believe something that's wrong which is like I guess like on a fundamental level like we're all trying to like know um, the truth like know the truth yeah but like the like in that case like you're like you choosing not to believe the victim just for those like marginal those margin of like feeling like right about the situation I don't know it's just like not worth it to me because like you like you don't know what the victim is going through to like even have to like talk about this experience have to think about this experience like you don't know why they're not coming forward like they don't of course they don't want their name attached to a situation like this like you you will like if you haven't been, like, sexually assaulted, you will never be able to understand, like, the immense, like, pain and suffering and trauma. And, like, it could even last their entire lives. And, like, I'm not, like, I can't make, like, I can't measure, like, the arbitrary wrongs in a situation if a man was, like, like, wrongly accused. But having your name on a list, on an arbitrary list made by someone in high school with, like, no legal, legal, like, consequences attached to it, that can't, like, compare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
believe survivors yeah and i i like i'm not saying that in a position where like i am i have always um i don't know i think like i am also a person who also needs like validation from a verified source quote unquote but like i need to like yeah i i like constantly need to remind myself like why do i need like what is a verified source and like why why do i so desperately need for like myself to believe i guess only when it's been like when it's like a cold hard fact you know (laughs) like it's indisputable but I guess it's yeah. also like the innocent until proven guilty like thing that we that our justice system has. But I just don't think that sexual assault can be like thought of in that way. Yeah. Especially. Um, yeah, I think like yeah, justice is super complex and cannot be boiled down to like innocent until proven guilty. And I don't know, I don't, like, I'm not saying, like, I know the best way to go about it in all situations. Like, I'm sure, I'm, like, still learning all of the time. Um, and I've, like, reacted poorly in the past to a lot of situations. But, yes. Oh, yeah, before we, like, go on to, like, the next topic, I just want to, like, um, I think, like, a lot of it has to do with, like, decentralizing yourself, which is relevant in, like, so many different aspects of life. Um, but yeah, I think like it's really important, which I'm still like, I'm still very, very struggling with much struggling, very struggling with, um, just like decentralizing myself in like situations where I'm learning about a situation or about like an aspect of someone's experience. Like, like, like don't make it about myself and like what I feel and what I think, but yeah, now we can move on. Should we wrap it? What shall we say to end? Or do we need to wrap? I don't know how to wrap, guys. Stop? Uh, you don't know how to wrap no. presents? I don't know how to do this. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Um, what are some conclusive statements we want to make? Um, Only 13% of our uh, viewers are, are or listeners are men. So if you're a man and you're listening to this... um stop not <laughs> <laughs> my quotes please don't leave my quote in I'm terrified of men I'm also terrified of men yeah I as well I don't know what it was my conclusive statement is that um, a lot of the experiences we talked about were strictly like cisgender maybe it's not strictly cisgender but it's we're all cisgender so they're very like cis experiences I guess um but yes we want to acknowledge that there are other experiences that are not cis Mm -hmm. other female experiences that are not cis um if you're a man you're listening just know that we're afraid of you (laughs) we would like you to keep six feet away from us even though even when the pandemic ends My ending note is to all the girls listening to this, all the women listening to this podcast, um, I want you to think, I'm leaving some homework for the listeners, I want you to think throughout your life what boxes you have put yourself in consciously or subconsciously because of the people that surround you and the expectations that are put on you. And I want you to think about how you don't think you really truly fit in those boxes yourself. And I want you to think about who you really 
how you really want to present to the world and don't be afraid of how you want to present to the world because that's the only thing we can be in this world if we're not true to ourselves and we're not true to anybody so just be true to yourself and also on that's one note and then another note don't be nicer than you need to be be as kind and nice as you need to be respect is earned respect yourself before you respect others first period Okay, so I guess, like, my little statement will be to all the women that are listening um, and women with the X included everyone, anyway, anyone who identifies as a woman, um, know that you're, like, a powerful person. You can honestly do and be whatever you want to do or be and, like, don't expect or, like, don't hope for like validation for like what you like and what you want and like don't let men like superimpose over anything that you want to accomplish because you can do whatever you want regardless of like like you don't have to be the one that compromises in a relationship you don't have to be um the one that struggles and sacrifices like you struggle and sacrifice enough like just keep going and like do what you want and I guess like to add on if we're on the encouraging the little wave of encouragement just like any kind of woman like Frida said woman with the x in it um like don't let anything you any part of your like womanness be perceived by others because I feel like that's how like the gender roles were created in the first place just like so much of it is like the way we perceived ourselves is like based off of how others perceive us but don't do that shit just phase out of other people's perception uh uh i guess just just embrace your embrace your womanness and don't be doing things for the male validation is what i want to emphasize yeah Gender is a social construct. Yeah. If you like what we've created here today, make sure to subscribe for weekly episodes and connect with us on Instagram at Rolling the Dice Podcast.